Hey guys, listen, uh, David Berry here, back in action. We're on episode 11, they tell me. Shit, time flies. Hustle. We're, uh, we're you know what, we're doing a live uh, podcast here down at uh, my, my uh, barn uh, that we call Chillin' the Most. And so you might hear a, a, a bull holler or a honky-donky, uh, not thumping, but hollering, and... <laughs> or a dog barking, so it's good stuff, man. Right? Reason we're doing a live podcast here, I say live. I mean, it comes out. Well, you're listening to it on Sunday. We're recording it kind of live. Um, I got a huge audience. It's sold out. There's probably like five thousand people in front of me. It's stupid. And uh, we've had we had to shut the door and then put a big screen outside so that the overflow crowd could 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 see what we're doing. It's just good stuff. But anyway, we're like uh, doing the wave. They're doing the wave. Awesome. We're uh, all right. So guys, all right. So it's like Monster in the Making podcast. I'm David Berry. I'm your host. Um, episode eleven. I'm going to call episode eleven Warriors and Rodeo, and um, and I'll get into that in just a second. But I got to do a little 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 work here. I. Um, I know you're listening to me on iTunes or my website, monsterbull.com, or um, what's the other one, SoundCloud. And, and if you have the opportunity, guys, be sure to uh, sign up uh, for, for like, um, uh, if, if we can get your website, uh, or website, if we can get your email so that we can uh, notify you when we're, when we're going live on stuff. And, uh, and then any changes. Uh, moving forward with Monster in the Making, there's some really good stuff coming coming in the future. And I, I just, I really want y'all to be a part of it. If you're gonna, if you're, if you're gonna like, um, take the time to listen, please take the time to sign up to, to something. And I apologize, I don't, I'm not real up on, on how to sign up on all this stuff, but you know, try to stay in touch with us the best you can. We're gonna do a podcast every Sunday. Um, basically, I'm recording them earlier in the week, and then they launch live on Sunday. Okay, so, um, but um, but I want to thank you guys for listening. But I'm going to give a shout out um, across the uh, the lake, or it ain't a lake. It's a pond, 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 and it's to the Norwegian people, Norway. Not real sure. I didn't realize they had that many strippers over there, but we have a shit ton of people listening from norway and it's awesome and i just want to give you guys a shout out and uh just throw the finger in the air and uh because you don't give a fucking care right so i love you guys for listening thank you all right guys so today um i call the the podcast warriors and rodeo and where i come up with that is we're uh, i got i got a gentleman here with me today that's um a part of that group, and that's a special group to be a part of. And I'm going to tie that into bull riding because he's also a bull rider. But uh, I'm going to introduce my friend that I have shit tons of respect for that is gave me a chance to help him as a bull rider. But more so where, where he thinks I'm helping him, which I... I, I I hope I am. He has made my uh, 
my light lit up brighter today by listening to his story of who he is. And he shows up to the arena, the Monster Bull Arena, to ride bulls. And once we're done at the end of the day, we're, we're chit-chatting, we're talking, and I realize that, you know what, this guy, he's a somebody. And that somebody has a story to tell that needs to be shared uh, across the board and I wanted to, I asked him to be a part of my podcast. And that, that's what it, it, that means to me. So um, I'm going to introduce you to Troy Hall. And Troy is a former Army Ranger. And for, I don't know, however many years, I'm going to ask him here in a minute, he was that. And he's a bull rider also. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask Troy to tell me, uh, basically about his life, but Troy, welcome to Monster in the Making. Thank you for having me. It's been an awesome day, <laughs> ain't it? It's been yeah. cooler than hell, man. It's a, been a great day here. We've had we've had probably some, you know what? I mean, I, you you know, Troy, you'll hear people talk about uh, bull riders and the lack of bull riders, and then, um, but watching today, I don't think there's a lack of bull riders. No. No, I, I watch those kids today, and I think our future in the sport is uh, very well taken care of. It's it's good stuff, and I, you know what, I've been uh, I've been doing this for a long time. I've never once doubted that our 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 you know people are like, well, we're going to run out of bull riders, you know? No, you're not, and and not only no, you're not, but Monster Bull is fixing to send another herd out there. They're going to break your bull to ride. So, you know, just keep, keep praising them to buck because I'm going to keep sending them to break them to ride. So, Troy, tell me, tell me about this. I want to know, like, you're here. You, I mean, you're one of the coach practice riders. I mean, you're, you, you signed up. You showed up. You're, we went through the deal today. But I didn't realize that you have your background as military and that you uh, – was a ranger, and I know the story that you was telling me earlier. I want, I want, I want you to share that to our audience. Um, and again, and you got to understand, in Norway, it's huge. We're huge in Norway, okay? So, um, but here in here in the United States, we're still working on our following here in the United States, right? This so, like, greatness. you think there's a chance that they we don't? Do they speak English in Norway? Do they, they, so they understand what I'm saying. Because there's a chance. All right. All right. There we go. Perfect. All right. So, so Troy, tell me. Tell Great me. segue. Tell me your. <laughs> I know, right? So tell me, tell me about you. Tell me. I mean, the reason you're with me tonight is because you was at coach practice with me throughout the bull riding today. But then you told me a story that you have been there, done that. And, and, and I'm, I'm like. And that what's going on in, in, in the political world bothers me. And, and, and so I live freely because of guys like you. I'm able to say what I want, how I want, when I want, and do what I want because of guys like you. And, and I respect the hell out of that. And, and my dad, he's a, he's a, he's a, uh, a Marine, and uh, he was a, a Vietnam Marine. And uh, and still still alive today, and still pretty sure he's a Marine um, today. I mean, he just that's his that's his deal. I uh, I can't warm his slow side up. 
I can only imagine trying to warm your slow side up. So tell me, tell tell our audience about who you are, that, that, that description of, uh, that story that you was telling me about. Well, once again, thanks for having me out here today. Uh, the, the coach practice was amazing, um, but... I'm really good, ain't I? I mean, I'm, I, mean, I mean, go ahead and say it, Troy. It's okay. Pure greatness. <laughs> that's all. I, that's all I have to say. Pure greatness. But uh, yeah, uh, highly recommended. Came out here due to a bunch of friends. Uh, Dave's going to get me right. Uh, but uh, as far as the uh, the military thing, I feel blessed to have been able to have the best job any person could have had. I spent almost 21 years of my life in the United States Army. Ten and a half of it was in uh, Ranger Regiment, 75th Ranger Regiment. Uh, I deployed to Grenada in 83, Panama 89, and Bravo Company 375 in Somalia. Uh, I'm, most of you guys are familiar with the Black Hawk Down movie. I was actually living in it. It wasn't a movie. Um, it was a very interesting experience. Uh, I wanted to do something different with my military career, uh, so I transitioned over to the uh, Special uh, Forces side of the house. Uh, my first job outside of, uh, out of my uh, graduation was the Anti-Drug Task Force for three years in JTF-6. I spent three years in Mexico, Central, and South America trying to clean up the drug war, which was interesting to say the least. Um, after that, I went on to uh, an alpha team. Um, I was deployed on 600 missions with the current OEF. Um, I, was, uh, I was injured on my last mission. Um, Broken leg, broken ankle, pretty much hadn't had anything happen to me up until that point. And uh, did not think I was going to live to see another day, but that wasn't my day. Um, but what I want to say is that I, I don't think what I did was anything extraordinary. It was something that I felt a calling for. And I believe everybody that's in the, in the community that I was in, we have a calling. And the calling was... To, to go and serve and do do the things that others don't want to do. So did you know that when I mean? All right. So let me let me kind of go back in there. You was a bull rider before you joined up. Yes. But when you joined up, why did you join up? Because there's pussies like me that did not join up. Why did you? Well, I've seen you bull ride, and you're not a pussy. So the to your point is. Uh, I was in school, and I was kind of lost as a, as a student. I was at Auburn University, lost. I was only there because that's what was expected of me. I got a baseball scholarship. You're going to play baseball. You're going you're gonna to live happily ever after. The, the split-level home, the two cars, the three children, and four animals running around, you know. Right. But that just wasn't me. I was a restless kid growing up. And so the natural progression was to find something to handle that restlessness. So, okay. Uh, the Army was it. How old was you? I was uh, 19, getting ready to be 20. Okay. Um, I, uh, I joined. Uh, had a fear of heights. So what better way to get over is go jump out of airplanes. How about that? So, so like, that's like um, right out of the philosophy book, philosophy book right there. What, do what you're scared of. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, so after I graduated from airborne school, there was a guy sitting at the end of the gym wearing these cool black berets. And this was before the whole army went to black berets. And that's what the Ranger Regiment wore. So I was like, you know what? This is the bull riding of the army, being an airborne ranger. How about that? So I went ahead and jumped on in. And uh, 
six months later, I was getting kicked out of a perfectly good aircraft. I know, right? To the island of Grenada with no reserve parachute, so. The riskiest thing I've ever done in my life was I did a girl one time without a condom. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well. Jump. I mean, <laughs> you know. I, mean, I don't even know what to right, say to that. Right, yeah, I, know, right? I like so, where you're going. I like where you're going. I just so. had a Holly moment. <laughs> so, oh my awesome. So, um, all right. So, back to the Army Ranger deal. I don't understand all the taglines and and or taglines, but the the numbers and the and the things like that. Tell me, like. 600 missions that's that's awesome i mean most people don't get on 600 bulls right you went on 600 missions that you had the chance to not come back on correct you yeah. nodded your head 600 times yeah it, it's um the special operation community we operate a little different than the big army big navy big air force big marine corps um our missions uh, were there only from 100 to 115, 20 days. Um, so they utilize our time very wisely. So bad guys are out there. Our job is to go get them, make sure they're not around anymore. Your deal is you're not you're not sitting around thumb, you know, looking for something to do. They're going to tell you what to do and go do it yeah, and do it well. A, there was a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. And there's Put still the a work, lot of work in. Right. Yeah. I I got you. Right. So like okay, so like everybody wants to be a bull rider, and and. Everybody wants to be an Army Ranger, right? So, I mean, like, that's pretty special to be that because they're not, you know, in, in Pro Rodeo, you can buy a membership card, and now you got the PRCA sticker or the PBR sticker, you know, on your windshield, and, and, and that's all it takes to be that, I guess. To be in the Army Rangers, to be, um, have the ability to go do 600 missions, that's not buying a sticker. That's not you signed up for more than just um, buying a rodeo card. You signed up for to be a badass. You got to believe it. You got to believe in your in your mission. And you know we talked about it earlier. You know there was it's in bull riding. If I don't trust my moves, I'm not going to get there. And we talked about that at length today. I've got to trust what you're telling me that my body has to do. It's the same thing right. in the special operations community. I don't worry about when I do X, Y, and Z because I know left and right are taken care of. You know what? What <clears throat> earlier in the day? Excuse me, guys. But earlier in the day, when we was doing our drills, and uh, I had you go through a set of drills with me, and you did them like with with just meaning it, like like and it was like to me it was like this guy's coming from somewhere. I mean, because I always do that with with it. when I when when you get on the barrel and we're going going through a set of drills. That's kind of you and I getting to know each other is is the way that works, and you did him and 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 I apologize because I I don't have a very wide vocabulary, but you did it like the set of drills was like, it meant something to you, and and it and it and it referred back to me like, shit means something to this guy you know, and and I didn't realize where that came from I I was trying to figure it out throughout the day, and then till and then you know then it was kind of you know laid on me that you know, where you came from. And I, and I made sense to me, you know, why you do everything to dominate you, you, you know, as I, and I talked to the, to the, to the, to the bull riders, like, let's dominate, you know, let's dominate an arena. Let's dominate at school. Let's dominate at work. Let's dominate at home. 
But if, if you're going to be a slacker over here, you're going to be a slacker over here, right? Absolutely. I didn't see you doing not a slacker doing drills. You was you was solid, and, and it meant a lot to you. Well, your your statement before we started that, when you reached out to all, not you were only, and I, I know your your general statement was you were speaking to the kids. You know, I want you to dominate in the classroom. I want you to dominate at home when you're cleaning your effing room. I want you to right. dominate, you know, when you're out here in the arena. Yes. Well, it resonates. It resonates with me because, you know, why did I drive nine hours from Austin, Texas up here to Monster Bull? Right. I didn't drive up here just to get on so I could look cool. Right. I came up here to fix something. Right. And I'm going to take everything that you have and everything that I saw out there today, especially from those kids. Because right. some of those kids are some badass. Right. Oh, scary. They're right. that good. I know. So, yeah. So it resonated when you said that. So I will take that back to my job and be just as badass as I'm going to try to be here tomorrow. I agree. I agree with that. And 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 for me, I've um, I've struggled with people that come out here and they just want to be a bull rider and 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 then be slackers over here. And I just I don't. To me, that don't make sense to me. And, uh, but I understand it. I mean, because everybody's like, some people are like, Hey, I just, I'm going to be good at this. And then this will be simple. I ain't got to do nothing over here, you know? But I think if you're going to be, uh, sustainably good, you've got to dominate everything in life that you're at, where you're at and what you're doing. And, uh, and, 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 and so, all right. So Troy, tell me about, tell me a story. I love stories and, and, and. I don't need an overseas girl story. I want to, I want, I mean, we can, not on there because there's probably people listening that don't, you know. So I want to hear that story that when was you the most scared? What, what was the most, uh, every mission was dangerous. Every, every moment in life was, was dangerous. Where was it that you was like bone chilling? This may not work out right. Um, probably Somalia is where I'm. I'm, I'm kind of drawn to. Um, is that the Black Hawk Down that, stuff? That's the Black Hawk okay. Down. Um, we were there. Uh, I was actually working in the Joint Operations Center, which we call the Jock. Uh, I was. I was on the radio. Um, the initial chalk had gone out. Uh, What's that? Uh, the initial aircraft. So Chalk One, which was an aircraft, was a couple of. Uh, of, uh, helicopters went out and they fast roped into an objective. Uh, they secured the objective. We had a guy fall out of the aircraft and the objective went to shit. Um, that's just kind of the way it is. Murphy's in every plan. You can train, 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 but as soon as you go to hit the ground, it usually goes to waste and you, and you just start reacting on your training. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so, so stop there though. Okay. What for me for me to understand that or for me to resonate that is like you're you're you've been trained you somebody's a coach uh, not a coach a drill sergeant I mean who somebody put you somebody knew how to teach you or coach you there's so many leaders involved in our in our uh, in our organization and it starts with the team leader that's your basic leader that would be your initial guy who who pretty much walks you through all of your training then you have a squad leader platoon sergeant, first sergeant, sergeant major. Now, those are all the enlisted ranks, um, and all of them have a significant role in what, what your training is. Okay. But your team leader is basically your mom and dad. They're right. the ones that, 
they spoon feed you the training and 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 you, and you get what you know from them. Troy, do they do they 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 not only expect you to get it, you got to get it. Well, we were talking earlier about how Ryan Dirt Eater practices not to make a mistake. We do the same thing. We practice, we practice, and we practice. We train, we train, we train. And when we train, we, we, we do what's called an after-action review. And once you train, you figure out what you did right, figure out what you did wrong. We retrain until it's no longer wrong. Bull runs the same way, right? Absolutely. I mean, don't you think? Absolutely, 1,000%. Right. All right, so back to Blackhawk, Black, back to Somalia. Um, now, Somalia is not close to Norway, is it? No. Because they're our friends. <laughs> right? No, not even okay. close. Okay, awesome. That's good. Two different That's continents. Good. Awesome. All right. All right, so tell me tell me what you, before I cut you off, where, what, what was the bone? So uh, once the, uh, we, we had a, a significant event happen, uh, a guy went down, really caused the mission to, uh, become labored, inten- labor intensive because we had to pay attention to him being on the ground and injured, plus secure the, uh, the guys that we went to get. Um, once that happened, it required other assets to come into the, uh, to the battleground that we didn't know was going to be a battleground yet, and they actually shot down one of the aircraft. Okay. Uh, once, once they shot down the aircraft, we lost the initiative. So no longer are we the force of... A bunch of badasses coming in. We're going to take what we're going to take, and we're going to leave. Now, we had to go secure an aircraft that had been down because of the sensitive nature of the aircraft. Right. And not to mention that the special operators that were still in the aircraft, we don't leave people on the battlefield. And and the, the enemy, they want to kill you, not make friends, not no. like um, talk about political differences, no. not... You know, like, hey, how's your wife and kids? And no, it's pretty straightforward. Right. They've been sitting around eating a drug called cat all day, and uh, they were all hopped up on that. It's basically a, a root that's like crack, and they feel like they're invincible. Right. So they're bulletproof to start with, right. or think they are. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Right. So yeah, that's rank, man. So when I when I ask you about like, what's the most scared moment you've had? The reason I ask is because in in bull riding. Um, it's like every every moment you're scared or nervous or you know, um, but what I what what I want to ask you, Troy, is, is the where's the difference of being trained as a as a soldier and then being confident when you went on to um, when you got deployed, you didn't doubt who you was, you didn't doubt your training, you didn't doubt can I pull the trigger, you didn't doubt your job because you was prepared for that right Correct. although it things happen right but you were still prepared for that i mean you was confident right correct but there's like an organized chaos the same way with bull riding the minute before you when you get up on your hand in bull riding and you've never been on that bull before and someone said he's a rank sob there's a calm but there's an organized chaos that's about to happen when you nod your head and say buck him. right because you have no idea what you're doing. Right. You have no idea what that bull's about to do. Right. But you're going to react. It's the same thing on the battlefield. When I hit the floor running, weapon, weapon hot, moving forward, I want to say that my training is going to know what's coming behind that door, but it doesn't. It's just got to react. My finger's got to touch the trigger, right. and i got to be able to say, i got to be able to discern at that one moment that that person's got to go. Yeah. Oh, wow. How about that shit? 
so so you're talking more of a subconscious reaction absolutely uh, yeah um yeah so that's awesome man and you know from however many bulls you've ever been on your life that you know it's like throwing the steering wheel out the window at 55 miles an hour when you nod your head and he gets off the ground where are you at on like with 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 your training did the guys above you um your officers had they experienced what you experienced or um the level at at that time in our unit had not um our officers had not been uh in as much combat that i had okay and there was probably only about 15 guys at that point who had seen uh a lot of combat to that point there had not been a lot of combat in the united states since Vietnam. So really Grenada, Panama, and now Somalia. I got you. And I just happened to be fortunate enough to be in all three. Tell me about 911. Um, I was in Korea. Uh, it happened. I was I was actually I had a different leadership role. I wasn't even really in the community. And uh 3 weeks later, uh, right after it happened, I was uh sent back to uh, an alpha team um, where I deployed to Afghanistan <laughs> to to get away, that I actually had to get on horses for a year, which I'd spent my entire life trying to get away from and growing up on a cattle ranch in yeah. South Alabama. So. Right. Where's, when, you, when we talk about um, America and we, we see what's going on in the political forum today, forum, that's a pretty fucking cool word, word for me to say, forum. Um, when, we're, when we see that and you see people kneeling... Um, for our national anthem, does that bother you? For what you've been through, what you've seen, what you does that bother you or no? And that's a great question, and uh, you know I, I've I've wrestled with this for the last two weeks because you know this has really been to the forefront of our of all the you know national media. Um, I recognize that my sacrifice allows you to do whatever you want to do, but what I don't understand is why you chose a platform. It is so divisive and and to to something that has done no wrong to you. That flag or that national anthem has done nothing wrong to you but give you opportunities. So if if you want to pick a platform, why don't you take your millions of dollars, buy some airtime, and pick a platform and actually follow up with it. Do it. Be be the be the guy you say you are instead of this, you know, uh it, 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 it's hard to stomach, but I, real, I realize that this is America and we, and we have choices. You get to do whatever you want right. to do. You, when, when you was getting shot at, um, you was getting shot at for them people too. Absolutely. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone. People right. I agree with and don't agree with. Right. Right. But I don't understand why, you, why, why is that your platform? Right. Right. You know, I, I, won't, I won't get into that, but I, I, I totally agree uh, with what you're saying and we had a, a, a previous conversation off air and uh, I agree with that you know it makes total sense and you know what more so Troy is it, it makes um, for me I want to tell that motherfucker go fuck off you know for you diplomatically is that right said it right you know um I wish I could be like you. I wish I could, and, and, and you know, put words like that. Because to me, 
I would like to tell the bird nest guy to go fly a kite, you know. But um, I respect you more so because, you know, you fought for that guy too. You fought, and, and the people that believe in him, the people that's backing him, the people that's supporting him, you know. And and they're in, they're in a, they live in a free world that they can do that and that's awesome you know and uh, and and so all right so I, I you know I just kind of went off on that one I I just kind of wanted to see because that is a hot topic um, and and it and it bothers me honestly it does I put shit out there on Facebook the other night and uh, my phone rang as my wife and I had to pull it off and I normally don't do what she tells me to do normally but I. Um, I kind of re re-looked at it. I'm like, yeah, I'm a bigger man than that, you know? So, yeah. But, um, all right, so, so Troy, tell me about, like, where's bull riding and army rangering, serviceman, shooting bullets at people, jumping out of airplanes? Where's that come into who you are today? Well, I, I think it just, I think it was my whole life I was kind of groomed for that. Uh, you know, I was I, I was the wild kid. I was the I was really the kid that you know. That mom said, "Hey, stay away from that kid. He's going to get you in trouble." I was that kid. <laughs> so even when right. I went to college, I was kind of that kid too. They were like, "Oh my God, stay away from that kid. He's going to get you in trouble at college." So really, I needed I needed someone to put me in a little box, but allow me to have that uncontrolled chaos when I needed it. Okay. And the army was perfect. Because bull riding's the same way. I mean, what happens behind the buck and shoot stays behind the buck and shoot sometimes. But it's the same with the Army. I, I was just, I needed some, there was a need to to explore and to get out of Alabama was just a huge thing too. Cause. All right, on. <laughs> All right, so so define badass to me. Um, What's a badass to you? Define that. I think there's a lot of things that, to me, that scream badass. Um, it ain't the guy with the biggest muscles. No. It's the guy willing to do whatever it takes, regardless of the situation that he finds himself in. He's Write a that badass. Down. Write that down. Repeat that. Rewrite that down. Say that louder. The guy who's willing to do whatever it takes, regardless of the situation he finds himself in. Whatever That's, Or whatever bully dropped. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a badass. That's awesome. That's a badass. That's awesome. Hell yeah, it is. That's good. I love that. So hopefully somebody wrote that down. So I get in trouble if I make too much noise over here, so I, I won't. So awesome. So, all right, so today we're in coach practice. And all right, let me back up, though, for a minute. How long has it been since you, you've been uh, out of the, the Army? I retired in 2004, so, hell, 14 years. Okay, right on. What do you find yourself doing now um, to um, – okay, let me back up. So, like, a lot of guys that that are professional bull riders and they retire, they got to find something to do to kind of feel that that bull riding, you know. Exhilaration, what, what, right. what, what do you do? What uh, I mean, bull riding? Well, bull riding is, is something. I think it kind of helps me keep my cowboy hat. You know, I was telling guys earlier, I'm, I'm a, I'm a white-collar worker during the day. Uh, I, I play, we, uh, we trade networking equipment like commodities. So it's like a big, giant craps table I'm playing on all day long. And I love it because it feeds my need to do something that I have to color outside the lines, and it, I could get spanked for it. You right. know, I'm like, mm. Yeah, bad decision. I no, and that's awesome. You living on the edge, living on the kind edge, of, right? Yes. So, 
That's where we're at, living on the edge. And I, I think that's cool because I think we all should live on the edge at some, you know, some way um, and not be um, in a situation where we're in a comfort zone. Unless a comfort zone's, you know, okay with you. Um, and not everybody's, not everybody's, you know, equipped to, um, to live on the edge. But I think for the most part, a lot of us are scared to live on the edge. And when you signed up to be a serviceman and then you join the Rangers and stuff like that, they, they take, listen, you, can't, you, you can be scared all you want, but you signed up for this and we're going to train you for this and you've got to believe in yourself. And, they, and I think that's what I think, in my opinion, I think every kid that graduates school should have to join up. I think there's so much good that comes from that. And if anything, it's the discipline and then the and then somebody pushing you out there on the edge and that that you get to realize that, you know what, that edge is round. You know, I, I can I can go this way or I can go this way. And a lot of us don't ever push ourselves to the edge, to what we're maxed out at, what we can really be, what we can really do. We're so uh, sensitive to ourselves that we just we want to protect ourselves or protect our feelings, protect our manhood or whatever. You know that, you know I don't want to look like a pussy. You know and 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 I know you by signing up you've seen guys cry, and they wasn't pussies. You know that it made them tougher. Absolutely. Well, I, th- I think that edge is relative. So it, it's depending on what, how you were reared. That edge might be. You know, you move out of your 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 town and and move off somewhere else, and you're not hanging around your core group of friends. And it requires you to grow, and it requires you to get on an edge that you might not know about. Kind of like you know, bull riding's an edge. It's a different kind of edge. It's a, it's a little sharper edge, but it's all relative on I think what you feel the 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 pushing of that edge and and how you push out on it. I got you, man. I totally got you. When you was um, in the service, did you get to ride bulls? I did. I rode in the, the Military Rodeo Cowboy Association. I also rode in the uh, CPRA, which is in uh, mostly in Texas. I rode PRCA. I rode a little bit of the uh, in the initial stages of the PBR, but didn't fare so well. Okay. Right. So you know, as we as as like being a bull rider, a former bull rider. Um, doing coach practice for guys, I, um, I, I, I look at like the, a discipline standpoint and that's what resonated with me when I, when I was told that, you know, who you was, because that makes a lot of sense to me because without discipline, we're, we're just wanderers, you know? And, and, and so, you know, our industry don't, our bull riding industry don't have a lot of coaches in it. Well, they do and they don't. But I feel like our discipline with kids, when I hear a contractor say, well, they don't make them like they used to, um, I don't agree with that. I, I, because I think I see kids like at my deals like, and he'll ride the fuck out of what you raise, you know? Just give him a chance, you know? Right. And um, so I really, really like the words discipline, dominate, and... Um, and that resonates with me because I would think as an Army Ranger, discipline, dominate was like code, you know? I mean, oh, absolutely. I mean, that's what we walk around and we talk about that every day, about 
there, there's, a, there's words that we use, tactical patience is one. As Americans, we want to be badasses. We want to just run into the fire. We want to run into whatever. But we have to have tactical patience sometimes. We have to watch and see how things develop before we go running in there and be a badass. And I think that's the same thing about bull riding. Um, I think if guys would learn the patience to put in the work and the discipline, then then it would come to them more naturally instead right. of just let's run into the train wreck and see what, what it gives me. And that that's what a lot of them do, ain't it? I mean, I mean, you, you see that, you uh, know. It's horrible. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, a bunch of them do that. That and and that's um, you know, yeah. I mean, and and, and it's kind of like so as as a coach practice coach, you're uh, you realize the mayhem that's fixing to happen when they nod their head and you're just trying to help dial it in. But uh, yeah, when when that when the, when a buck and shoot opens, it's game on. I mean, it's like guns are blazing, right? right. I right. mean, you can try to mitigate the risk all you want, but they still have to get out there and perform. Right. So yeah. it, no matter what you've taught them on this barrel, no matter what you've showed them in the video, if yeah. they're not willing to put it, cast aside their fears at that point and get over the front end with those big baseball bats looking at them, it, it's not going to matter. How, it's the same did, way in the military. How, okay, right. So, so tell me, how did you cast your fears away when... And, 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 and forgive me. I mean, I, I mean forgive me because I, I mean... I mean, when this is over, I'll I'll clean your shoes. I mean, I I, I I mean, thank you so much. But how did you cast your fears away when when you're kicking open a fucking door and you don't know what's on the other side of it, and it may be buried in the ground that you don't even see, right? I mean, uh, I mean, how do you how do you do that? One, you do it for the guy who's left and right of you. And the next thing is you have to believe in why you're there. If you don't believe why you're there, you can't do any of those things. If you don't believe when you nod your head in that, in that buck and shoot that you're going to ride the hair off of that summit, you don't even need to be in the buck and shoot. How it's about a, that? I dig same. that. That's fucking rank, man. It's the same, man. It, it's, you, it, you have to know why you're there. Why you're there. And the guy standing left and right of you is the reason why you're there. Your that's country awesome. is secondary, but the, you do it for the guys. That's 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 awesome, and 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 relating that over to our bull riding audience of what we have, is is what you just said is deadly. I mean, that's 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 awesome. I love that, and I and again, I wish my secretary was writing some of this down. Uh, she just gave me the finger. It was appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And completely mitigated. Right. Yeah. So. All right, so it's good stuff, man. All right, so tell me, Troy, what have I left out? Because I, I want to hear, like, I want to hear a story. And I know, I, and I've cut you in. I'm not going to cut you off. I want to hear a story, and I'm not going to cut into it. I want to hear a story. Okay, so after, after we uh, decided to go and secure the uh, crash site, uh, the first convoy went out. Um, it took on a lot of heavy fire. It was, there was an entire gaggle fuck sorry uh that was in between the communication from the aircraft to the uh, vehicles so it's such a delayed signal that by the time they would get to a a checkpoint or area where they could turn it was it was already either bad intel or there, there was no route there so they took a lot of fire and had to turn around and come back long story short 
So when they came back, they had a ton of wounded uh, and even some dead, uh, dead rangers. Uh, I volunteered. I left my the security of the of the Joint Operations Center and the radio watch to get down in a vehicle and and take take the seat of someone who had been injured or or had been killed. So as we made our way back through the city to the uh, to the crash site, we we met uh, the same resistance. Um, every time we stopped, every time I got out of the vehicle, I didn't know. I really thought. I mean, you couldn't have shoved a mustard seed up my ass. Okay, and if you know how big a mustard seed, it's like the smallest seed. Okay, there was nothing. I, I, I had no spit in my mouth. When I got out of the vehicle, it was, it, was, it was hard to walk. It was hard to function, but training took over. So instead of having to think about what I was doing, I got out of my vehicle, put my weapon up, and I found a target. Um, so it probably happened the third stop, um, an RPG hit the side of the building. What is that? That's a rocket-propelled grenade from a Russian-made uh, weapon. Um, hit the side of the building, and a piece of concrete hit me right in the face. Hit, knocked me to the ground. So and you need the, to say fucking face. That's, yeah. that's where I... Yeah, right? All right, say So that that's... Hit me in the face, knocked me to the ground. I jumped up, and as soon as I jumped up, I caught an AK-47 round off the deck. And the deck is the, the ground... And luckily, it, it hit the ground and, and caught me just below my, my left knee. Had it not hit the ground and come apart, I probably would have lost my entire left leg. So at this point, I have no vision in my left uh, left eye. Do you not? My, my left... Oh, no, I, still, I mean, I can see now, but at this point, on the ground... Oh, now, okay, I see. I, 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 see. Yeah, I, was, I got you. No, I can, I can see out of it now. Uh, I was fixing but, a cheap shot now. <laughs> Completely appropriate. I'm looking for the edge. I'm always looking for the edge, man. But uh, yeah, once once I took the round off the ground, it knocked me down. And honestly, I was at a point where I thought this was futile. And we every time we stopped, it was like I, it's the worst. I, I can't even describe it. I can still smell it. I can still hear it. Still taste it. Uh, but I can't describe the utmost chaos that you can ever imagine in your life and then top it with you can't hear anything because the rpg just screwed up your ears and you had been firing your weapon so much and that that's one of our senses is is our hearing right and it just throw totally throws off your uh your sense of uh balance so without that you feel like you're literally you know when you get Smash on the ground, you get dashboarded, and you're trying to find which way is up, and everybody's telling you get up, but you don't know that feel. Right. That's the same feeling. Right. And you don't know, and you're just right. literally reacting to what is going on, and right. your body has taken over. Your subconscious, what we, we've talked about. Our subconscious, yeah. It, it's doing it. And had, yeah. had the appropriate training not been there, then I'm not here. So... How do you believe in your, in, in your training when, it was, when you was going through training... Did you ever doubt it? Or not doubt it, but like, what the hell? You know? I mean, uh, it's every day. It sucks so bad. I mean, the sleep deprivation, the food deprivation. Um, it, it's to the point where you really... I, I'd never been hungry in my life. I thought I'd been hungry. But when you lick the container of an MRE to get every drop of it out because you're only getting a meal and a half a day, then you start feeling what hunger is. Yeah. And you, it, it's yeah. in your mind. You consciously think about food when you when it's not available. Right. 
and, and or water and or sleep right and all of the encompass all those together while you're still trying to go out and continue on a mission right you got a job to do and and so like like is it mind over matter i mean i think it was described to me as the more it sucks in training the less you bleed on the battlefield and it's literally you have to accept this is as bad as it's going to get. That's why they make the training so hard. That's why ranger school is so hard. That's why going through BUDS training is so hard for the SEAL guys. SEAL guys it yeah. has to be the worst thing you've ever experienced. So when you meet the worst thing you've ever experienced, you say, F you, I got something for you. I'm going to drive through That's this. That's awesome. And they, so, okay, so that just gives me goosebumps. I mean, I like the fuck out of that shit. I mean that's awesome. I because I, I study this. I I, I study this. I you have my undivided attention. I can take that and move it over into my little bull riding world, my little safe ass bull riding world. <laughs> and and like if I prepare right, if I train right, I do my drills right, I work out right. There's not a bull out there that can beat me. Absolutely. You know, right? That's the mindset you have to have. Yes. Even though I know when I went downrange, no matter how well I was trained and how well I did my mission, there's still the unaccounted for round that I didn't hear. Pop, got me. I, but I don't think about that. I'm moving forward regardless. Right. Same thing in the bull riding world. Right. You can do everything you want, but when Bodacious crushes your face, yeah. did, did Tough quit? He didn't. No, not at all. Not at all. He turned into a badass, didn't he? Yeah. No, it just pissed him off. Exactly. I mean, I just pissed. That's all it did. It just pissed him off, you know. And and so. But he has the same belief that I believe when I go down range. He has the same belief when he gets on a bull. Yeah. You I, had the same belief. Yes. No. I, no. I know. I, I. I guess I. Because I. You know what? I think if if I would have joined up, I. I might still be there. I don't know. I mean, I might be trying to cause a war just to fight. You know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I just, I can see me doing something like that. I have two regrets in my life, Troy. One of them is not signing up. And that, that's the first, that's probably my wife don't even know that. You know, my producer of this podcast don't even know that. But one of my regrets in life is not signing up. Because I was... I was driven, engineered as a kid. That what's lived inside of me, and I wanted more because I believe there's more, and that more would have fit me like a fucking tee, you know. Oh, absolutely. I so mean, just knowing you and talking to you, I believe you would have. But but with that said, I wouldn't been like a wild motherfucker. I I respect my. I would have. I I, you know. I I can see like my dad, he's a retired state trooper, okay? And and to this day, if he drives by a trooper that's outside of his car talking to a uh, the person he pulled over, he ain't got his smoky bear hat on. He's like, I think right. You know? I mean, discipline. Right. Discipline. I agree. Discipline. The little things add up to be big things. And I can't, I'll never be able to warm my dad's slow side up, ever. But that's part of why. Because I didn't push myself. I'm a pussy. I mean, no. I, I mean. I think your goals were different. Um, you were moving in a different direction. I was moving in a different direction. I man, just I happened to find a niche 
that I was good at. I, I thought I was good at bull riding. I was really good at shooting Haji in the face. I'm sorry if that offends anyone out there, but I, I really was. Yeah. So what – define that, like like ad lib on that one. I was – I just – I didn't – it didn't bother me to go and successfully complete a mission no matter what the consequence was to the enemy. I got gotcha. you. Oh, right, the enemy. I got gotcha. you. So I, I never had a problem with it. I never – now it took me a while to get to sleep, smoked a lot of cigarettes – you know, sat around and listened to a lot of crazy music trying to temper what I had going on in my head. Yeah. Because you just don't, you know. Right. It's kind of like after you get off a crazy ride on a bull yeah. that you just made a hell of a ride, it takes a long time to come down from that high. Oh, I know, right? I that's mean, that's a high. That, that is, that's a rush right there. You know, and, and, and I know, I know it's, I never had a drug in my life. I've never had a chemical in my fucking body. And I know everybody looks at me. I mean, thinking thinking different, but I, I mean, my hand on the Bible, God's my witness. I've never had a chemical in my body other than I took a Viagra one time, and you know what I'm saying. But 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 what I'm trying to tell you is, riding bulls was my rush. Riding right. bulls was my high. You know, chasing girls was my high. That was my rush. You know, I I didn't need. I, I didn't want. I didn't. And it was offered to me. Probably like everybody else, it was offered to me, but I'm like, and I, I don't need that. I don't, I don't want to do that. One because I didn't real, I wasn't real sure that I could control it. Correct. And and you know, and, and I was scared of things that I couldn't control, and I could control bull riding and chasing girls, but I couldn't control if something got in my body. I mean, I didn't start drinking beer till like I was like twenty one, two, three. You know. Um, I mean, you talk about a fucking Boy Scout. I mean, you're looking at him, you know? I mean... I know your early pictures are... I know, some, right? There's some... You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm telling you, man. I I mean, so I would have fit I would fit right in uh, somewhat, but I would have craved it. I would have craved more. And, and that's how I was in riding bulls. I craved more. I wanted more. And um, they couldn't have enough fucking rodeos. I was entering them all, you know? And, and I mean... We'd, we'd rent planes and fly them motherfuckers so that we could go three a day instead of one or two a day. I mean, it was stupid stuff. We just You couldn't have enough rodeos. But, um, all right, so, you know, Troy, I really, honestly, I, I, I enjoyed our conversation. And I know there's more of your conversation. And, you know, I, I, I hope that someday that you'll, uh, you'll sit down with us again. Uh, you know, and I say us because I have a team around me. It ain't right. me. You know, my coach practice. I'm I'm the guy out there, but I have a team around me. It you know, there's it, you talk about, you know, you did it for the guys around you, and 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 you know, when it gets right down to it, it's David Barry, the name on there. But I have this team around me. It ain't just me, you know. And and I I I fight for my team. I I I'm not gonna make my team look stupid. Uh, I'm not gonna let them down. And and so I get what you're saying, you know, when you go with that. Um, Bull riding and um, being enlisted in an Army Ranger, uh, a SEAL, or just being enlisted, you know, you served your country. You got somebody got in your face and told you you're, you're, uh, you're a pussy, and you proved him wrong. And, and bull riding, we're, uh, we're kind of that way, but there's a lot of us that, like for me, I'll take you 
and 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 tell you the truth, and then help make you better with that. But I can't teach try. You got to come with try, and and that's and 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 I'm assuming if you're gonna show up on the deck as you as you say, and you don't know if, if what's in front of you, that's try, and somebody. They're not pushing you. There's not a general behind you shoving you and pushing you and with a whip and stuff. It's up to you. And it goes back to you got to believe in what you're doing and why you're doing it. Riding bulls is the same way. You can't sign up to be a bull rider just to be a bull rider because there's going to be a bull that rolls in that chute that's going to check your manhood. There's going to be a bucking bull that rolls in that chute that's going to check how bad do you want this, you know, right? Absolutely. But that's kind of what we're looking for too. It is that's right. That, that's that. That's it that is, edge. Right? That real sharp yes, edge. That yes. that I guarantee you, you were looking for your whole career. I I'm with you, man. I you know what? I just I don't want it to end, but I've got to end this somewhere. And, and my producer, he's kind of giving me the stink eye, like, all right, dude, you're so fucking winded and long winded and and all that. Uh, so, ah <laughs> uh, hell, I love my team. All right, so. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna wrap down here, but I wanna, I wanna talk about, uh, real briefly about, uh, because the podcast is called Warriors and Rodeo. Um, and I wanna talk about that. There's, um, tell me, tell me about war. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not losing, so, I lost the words, but tell me about Warriors and Rodeo. No worries. So, Warriors and Rodeo is a nonprofit organization that was started by a Navy veteran, uh, Sherry Hand. Uh, she's also a sports agent uh, for the PBR. Um, but our, we have two core missions, and the first one is not on my watch, which is we won't allow, while on our watch, another service member to fall to suicide. It is unacceptable. That mission is ongoing 24-7. My phone rings. I'm here to talk to you. I don't care what time, what, 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 when it is. I'm here to make sure not one more soldier figures out a short-term solution uh, is the only way he can go. He, I, I, I'm here to talk. The second mission is is not forgotten. And honestly, that's really what we do mostly is we allow other service members, law enforcement, EMS, and firefighters to give them the opportunities to get in front of a rodeo crowd that they might not normally get. Okay, That's Sherry putting guys in the PBR. That's uh, Bob Faust Invitational, where these guys get to go rope. They get to do all of these things that they that normally they wouldn't have the opportunity because they're not in that community like you were. All right. When you when someone hears David Barry, they they understand that there's some clout behind that because this is a guy that was a badass in the PRCA. Okay. But not all of us get that opportunity. We have our local military rodeos, or the but th- this this part of our core mission allows that to happen. So that's twofold mission. Um, and it's a really great organization that I am honored, honored deeply to be a part of because I have come to know some very, very amazing people and their stories, uh, have resonated with me. So, uh, you know, I donate money to it. I, I donate my time because I, I feel like it's a, it's really something that I need to get behind. The, the servicemen that you're talking about that might be having some problems they can they can contact Warriors and Rodeo and um, visit with somebody and or they wanted to rope or ride a bull or something 
to release energy? Or, absolutely. I mean, they, uh, anything that they want. If they just want to talk, they just want to absolutely just get weird and say, hey, man, it, I, I'm having a bad day, but I remember that, you know, you were – you told me a story about this. Let me talk to you. And we just we just figure it out because we talk the same. You know, I, I spoke to a, a group of people and, you know, the, the F-bomb is, is a word that is in our vernacular. That's just how we talk to each other. That's how we say, I embrace the suck, you embrace the suck, you know what I'm saying when I say the F-bomb. That's how my wife talks to me is like, fuck you. I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> But yeah, I know I know the f bomb. I mean, she—I didn't say it, but she does it all the time. But yeah, your greatness. So I love it. But all right, so like, because here's where I'm going with this. These guys need somebody to talk to, or something to be a part of, or uh, rope or ride something just to to release some energy. Those are the same guys that that protected our country that gives us our freedom uh, to have what we have and do what we do and not worry about um, a plane flying over Oklahoma and dropping a bomb on us. Exactly. You know, and they just need some help. Absolutely. And, and, that's that's really our mission, and and so if there's people out there listening today, or if they need help, I mean, right. not every, yeah. not all need help, but they no. could be involved. E- either way, you and we we don't discriminate. We we want all everyone to come, no matter what your level is. If you don't feel like you're at the competition level, we don't care. We want you. We want to bring you back into the fold so that you're not you're not a lost number, so that you feel like, hey, I'm still a part of a team, and that's what Warriors and Rodeo is. I gotcha. Okay, so Warriors and Rodeo. And um, Warriors and Rodeo is, they have a website? We do. It's uh, warriorsandrodeo.org, and we're also on Facebook. So if you reach out either way, uh, either the president, vice president, uh, secretary, someone want to reach out to you, and they will contact you and let you know. But we have, we have a few requirements. Uh, they're not, not anything that you would know about in your DD Form 214, uh, all you military guys out there listening, um, or... or uh, firefighter, uh, EMS, and the police departments. So Y'all have a few other requirements that I'm not familiar with, but but uh, all you have to do is contact uh, the, the Warriors and Rodeo, and uh, we'll get you straight and uh, welcome you in. How 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 can how can I be involved? That and they can contact and be. Um, they're gonna who are so like if I wanted to be involved, and I'm not a serviceman. I don't have. I haven't been to war. I haven't. Um, how can I? How can I? That go to the website. That's the. I mean, go to the website. We have all of our information linked there, especially for not on my watch. Um, uh, we we have phone numbers listed there. We also have chat. Um, we also uh, we have several other uh, individuals within the organization that will reach out to you immediately, or they will farm it down to the person that that's on call that that day or night. So there's always somebody. Absolutely, and uh, if you know how about that, that's if you awesome. wanted to. We, because we are a nonprofit, if you wanted to put our, uh, I believe we have a Twitter feed as well. Uh, you can put your put our Twitter page on your on your uh, on your websites, or or just put our our Warriors and Rodeo logo. But awesome. I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to talk about that. No, I, a, I'm I, very passionate hey, about it. Hey, you know what, you. Troy? I mean, honest to God, I mean it's a uh, um, it's an honor to sit here and, and with you, and and your stories. 
I mean, I love a good good story, a good st- girl story. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said the P word. Oh my God. I, I love a good girl, but the fact that the, the your stories, I I could listen to them, and I know. Um, I mean, honestly, I I study stuff like this. The um, guys like yourself, because where I'm weak, I need to study to to, to become stronger. And um, there's not a stronger man in the world than that took the oath, you know, and uh, to protect his country and, and, and his fellow men. And so no matter what happens in our political world and the people that disagree with America or don't like America or think it, they know better and they, it should be this way, it's guys like you who took the oath and for all of us. And I just, I respect the hell out of that. And, and I, I just, I can't, I can't even begin to tell you how much I appreciate you and what you've done and our audience. And um, it, it's been a hell of a podcast, hell of a visit. And, um, you know, again, it's, it's, uh, it's one of those things that um, you're somebody that is a somebody. And, and I'm glad that you took the time to talk to us. And, um, so wrapping up guys, um, I'm with Troy Hall and, uh, he's one of my coach practice bull riders. Um, do you have a website or you got the, you just like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just barely on social media guys. I don't know what, the, uh, last year I finally got on social media. I'm on Facebook, uh, but if you'd ever like to talk to me about that or any of the organizations that I belong to and that are military Please feel free to Troy Hall. I'm on Facebook. You're on Facebook. I am. That's yes, right. Sir. That's right. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Troy Hall on Facebook, guys. Um, man, what an awesome, what an awesome talk. And and it all goes back to, because uh, I always bring everything back into bull riding. You know, because that, that's just the world I, I dreamed of and the world I grew up in and 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 so forth. But um, anyway, um, Warriors and Rodeo guys, go to warriorsandrodeo.org or uh, Warriors and Rodeo on Facebook, and uh, check them out. Um, they're the guys that, that uh, when they fucking fly the flag and, and, say, and sing the national anthem, you better have your ass standing up with your hat off your head. So uh, if I catch you kneeling, I'll kick you in the ass. So anyway, um, all right, so we're going to wrap up here. Um, Monster in the Making. What, what, I mean, what, I mean, Troy Hall, monster in the making, you know, holy crap, guys, um, I'm such a fucking pussy, thanks, Troy, I feel, <laughs> I feel, I feel worse, oh my God. I feel worse, I'm just humbled to have been able to come out and speak <laughs> about something that I'm so it's passionate awesome, about, man. hey, I love it, I love it, I love you guys, and, and, uh, red, white, and blue, God bless America, and, um, all right, guys, so, Thanks for listening. Uh, Norway, Norwegian people, give me the finger. I love y'all. And uh, I hope you're just a bunch of strippers over there. I mean, they, uh, sheesh. Send us some pictures. Prove <laughs> prove something to us. You know what I'm saying? But uh, it's awesome, though, guys. Hey, thank y'all anyway. Um, all right, Monster in the Making podcast, um, monsterbull.com, iTunes, SoundCloud, if it if, if if for some reason you can sign up to like you know favored or 
Um, when I say favorite, like like sign up for something where you know that when, when we're on, when we're doing stuff, do that, please. I'm going to educate myself a little bit more on how to do that or make it more simple for you guys. There's some really, really, really neat stuff in the future, guys. I promise you, you're going to be like, I dig in this. And uh, I just, um, I, I promise, I'm out here for you guys. And uh, I, I enjoy trying to help. And, um, but I, but my, my success comes from you guys being successful. So being great is one thing. Greatness is another and uh, we're going to leave it at that. So uh, remember, life bucks. Ride it. If it bucks y'all, get the fuck back up. Try again. So till next time, God bless. God bless America.